Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Copcast. You're receiving uh, a slightly abbreviated version of of the podcast this week. You've got uh, Lucy Taylor and myself, Lauren Miner, today. Um, Since you last heard from us, we've got the delightful news that Lucy Taylor has now been promoted to a partner, which is very lovely. Um, So congratulations, Lucy. Yay! No, no pressure. I'm not. Sh- I'm not sure that. I, I'm not sure that my views or my um, my insights will be any better. But yes, they saw fit to uh, to give me the title. So um, it's yeah. good. It's great news, and it feels like ages since we recorded actually, and and we apologise for that. And we wanted to get this out and get it out really quickly because um, for those listening, you'll remember we touched on the issues mm-hmm. surrounding Britney's conservatorship in our very, very first um, podcast. And given um, the news that's um, emerged from the, the proceedings there, we just wanted to pick up on some of the things that Britney has said in her statement and um there's an awful lot of kind of trying to fit mm-hmm. that into a um an England and Wales or a UK jurisdiction um and people are saying you know how can these things be happening and and I, and I think if if mm-hmm. if you have suffered from mental health problems or if you have been affected by incapacity or you've had a family member then you may well be listening to that and thinking some of these things do happen and obviously what we're hearing from Brittany is is horrific and a very personal um situation and and it's all specific to her and um we can't well you know we can't pass judgment on them that is her opinion but there are certain threads that are mm-hmm. coming through it that um we would like to kind of pick up and almost set the record straight a little bit because I've been listening to quite a lot of radio I've been at home this week and so much public opinion is emerging on this huge amounts of public opinion and maybe from just our point as lawyers we, we can we can shed some light maybe on some things so we just wanted to get together quickly unfortunately Rebecca is um poorly so she can't join us so um yeah we thought we'd just jump on this very quickly Lauren you've had a look at the um statement the 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 transcript uh, Brittany's speech or testimony if you like um I think just the first thing I'd say is that firstly thrilled to see that she's she's fully been heard um you know, unedited, she's been able to speak freely in front of the court, which is brilliant from our point of view. Um, I suppose one of the things that's key to us in the way we do our job is um, just to backtrack a little bit for a little bit of context. If you haven't heard our previous episode, uh, we act for professional deputies, which... Why would people well, have not heard our first episode, Lauren? Go um, back and listen to it immediately. If you haven't, <laughs> stop listening. Absolutely. Listen to our wonderful words of wisdom. Um, but we we essentially do the UK equivalent of working for uh, or with um, a UK equivalent of a conservator. So we might be the professional version of, in this situation, Britney's dad, which, fear not, uh, please do not put on the same, uh, paint us with the same brush <laughs> that Britney's father has been painted with. Uh, we are a professionally regulated and rigorously so by various courts and other 
government bodies. Uh, we don't just go off willy nilly, uh, you know, sending people off to do performances in Vegas. Um, also, big disclaimer. Yes, I would be quite up uh, for yeah, that absolutely. I'm all for it. Uh, obviously, <laughs> not against somebody's will. Um, but uh, we're also not allowed to monetarily benefit from our in, our individuals' estates. We do get paid for our work, but that is in a very specific and stringent set of circumstances, which I will not go into right now. And actually, even if you are a, a family member who's acting as an attorney or deputy, there are really strict rules around um, how you um, are, yeah, I'm going can, to say paid, because you, you can receive expenses and you can be reimbursed for out, reimbursed for out-of-pocket expenses and things. But, but you, cannot be paid um, or you know, there are very strict way, rules around yeah, that and, and you are not, dad appears to no, be. not in the way that Britney's yeah. father has. So, yeah, absolutely. And I agree. I'm really pleased to hear that she has had her absolutely her thoughts heard. Um, I think we said right from day one, it's absolutely at the forefront of our call to protection to take into account that individual's absolutely. thoughts, and wishes, and feelings. So we were saying yeah, we were, what, what concerns us absolutely. most about Britney's situation is that we don't feel that her thoughts, wishes, and feelings had been heard. So, uh, a, a, you know, a drastic change of events since the first episode is that we now have this, yeah. um, you know, testimony. Um, I do think it's, I, it doesn't sit quite right with me. The fact that this was essentially live streamed th to the entire press when it happened. Um, I mean, there is a, yep. there is a belief in the, in the UK system, uh, and there's there's a project ongoing now actually to do with the court protection and and that being observed by by members of the public to ensure uh, sort of um, you know the best the best interests of that of that client are being heard. Um, so it is it's right that it's heard in a way, but also this is somebody's very vulnerable raw testimony, and I'm not quite sure it's it's I'm not quite sure how how right it is that that is just straight straight out put out into the press you know perhaps it would have been better if it was yeah heard privately first maybe um I agree and and we've been criticized in terms of our court of protection of mm, being mm. secret court and um definitely needing to Absolutely. have more transparency um but um Going, uh, you know, back to the the kind of media attention and the press coverage that Britney got all those years ago, there's been quite a few uh, apologies that have appeared. Um, and that's really great. And obviously, we've moved on so far in terms of... Um, mental health and recognising, um, you know, uh, where people are having difficulties. And that is brilliant. Um, but equally at the same time, it's still yes. a bit of a circus, isn't it? Excellent you had a different then. type of circus all those years ago. Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, maybe. <laughs> um, you know, we had that press coverage all those years ago, which was really derogatory, um, oh, you know, yeah. and presented her in an awful light um, and yet although we are apologizing and we're being a bit friendlier towards her um, we are still desperately wanting to hear what's going on in her life it's invasive it's recorded it's straight out there it. um, and it's really personal stuff so yeah um, that, that there's a balance that, that's interesting um, making sure there's definitely observation and uh, you know sort of checks and balances but not 
completely rinsing somebody through the public eye, which is, of course, what Britney has said has been horrible for her. So um, at least at least she's been able to say how that experience has been for her, uh, which is a which is a good start, I suppose. Mm. Um, Mm. And I think some of the, the you know, it's mm. all very emotive. Um, some of the things that I think have really been picked up on by everyone who who's interested in and in following this um, for whatever reason, um, you know, the issue with the restrictions in terms of mm-hmm. her contraception, her birth control, um, the fact that she's not allowed to visit a, a doctor to have her device removed. She wants to have a family and I don't I I would like to try to kind of set the record straight that um, does, that yeah. does happen in in this country it does happen there are um, a string of cases where the court of protection has been involved in um, decisions surrounding individuals um, their ability to make decisions in relation to consent to sexual intercourse and and as part of that um, their decisions yeah. around contraception. And the court has um, decided that in certain cases, people ought to have um, devices fitted um, at the time of um, maybe a cesarean section um, against that individual's yep. will, arguably. I mean, the individual would be lacking capacity, but um, even if that individual didn't want that to happen, if they were determined to lack capacity to make the decision, then mm-hmm. that would happen and therefore arguably against their will. And I think what we would just like to say on that is that there are checks and balances, very clear checks and balances. That isn't a decision that is made lightly. Um, Absolutely um, recognise that that is a um, huge interference with that person's um, autonomy, their human rights. And to offer some insight, I don't want to use the word reassurance, but insight before a decision like that is made, absolutely the, the yes, individual absolutely. is heard. Um, there are a team of people involved, including, you know, I'm sure social mm-hmm. workers, medical practitioners, people who've known family. that individual over the course of years as um, well. So, yeah. Absolutely. And so not just family, um, you know, and we don't know what's gone on in the US in Britney's case. Um, We don't know what parties have been involved in the decisions that have led to that situation. But from our point of view, it does does happen. Um, But it isn't a decision that happens likely by any stretch of imagination. And there are so many parties involved. And I think it's also relevant to say that everything is kept under review. Um, And this is absolutely, and we'll come on to that in the the context of everything we're talking about. All of this, um, you know, all of these issues are always things that are kept under what should be ongoing constant review yeah and that's you know and that's what we're seeing in Britney's case aren't we um you know however long her conservatorship has gone on for it's now being reviewed I know she's asked for it to be reviewed before she hasn't been successful in removing her father on those occasions um in the in, in in England and Wales in particular um if somebody 
has lacked capacity and it's been necessary for them to have mm-hmm. that deputyship, which if you like is our equivalent of a conservatorship. I think it's really important to say that that is never um, given on the basis Absolutely. that it would never be reviewed. In fact, there is a Absolutely. positive yeah. duty on that deputy, but that deputyship is kept under review. And if at any point in time that individual has regained capacity, then there is a positive duty on that deputy if anything, to seek further directions from the court. Aim, of isn't it? In, in some in some way, it is we, absolutely we want to do everything in our power to restore those rights and freedoms to that individual. We don't yeah. willingly take away those that autonomy of that individual we only do it where it's strictly necessary um and and even even where we are taking on responsibility for that individual we're consulting them at all points we're doing everything we can to involve their wishes and feelings where they can make a decision that's maybe a smaller decision that they can make themselves we will absolutely follow that guidance um and i think there's an assumption and where they mm. can't, I think, and that's the other thing to say, even where it's, you know, either it's a more significant decision or, or it's, a, and they haven't been able to make the decision, they haven't got capacity to make that decision. We will always try and implement what part of that exactly. decision they might have been and, able and to give so, a feeling if we, or, if we're or able a wish to get an about. understanding of what that person might have done when they did have capacity, if they previously had capacity. Um, so for instance, a good example is I just had a had a meeting with a with a financial advisor this week about somebody who now lacks capacity uh, to manage her financial affairs. But a few years ago, she was very involved with investments, really knowledgeable, really enjoyed uh, working it out and having those conversations. And she went for a medium risk portfolio because she'd had that understanding. Um, now, had I not known that she'd wanted that previously, probably would have reduced it right down to a low risk, very low risk, cautious approach. But knowing that she was able to make those decisions and knowing that she's got plenty of funds to support the rest of her life, we made a decision that actually, given her previous involvement, her previous wishes and feelings, there's no reason why we can't continue with that approach um, where her funds aren't, aren't aren't a risk you know we can't we can't take that risk um so you know if there is any way in which we can bring in all those other factors you know thoughts wishes and feelings whether that's from the individual previously whether the individual can voice some of those things now whether family members medical professions professionals can feed in those every decision we make even if it's a simple one we are drawing on all of those resources. It's not a case of, well, I think this, therefore I'm going to do it. It's never that simple. Um, no. And, and capacity should be reviewed as any other form of um, disability, if you like, in the sense that it is something that we're potentially, with therapy um, and support, somebody Absolutely. can recover from. So, um, you know, taking somebody, for example, who is um, mm. ha- has had a stroke, you know, following a stroke, somebody is is offered mm-hmm. rehabilitation in terms of maybe that's therapy to help them recover the use of their um, yep. their speech, or maybe they need some physiotherapy to help them back um, mm-hmm. with their with their mobility. Capacity is absolutely the same. So. It, it can be temporary and in, in some cases it, it can be permanent. But the starting point for us is always to look at 
this person has the ability and what can we do to support and for some people that will be a journey towards regaining capacity and I think particularly looking at Brittany with with for somebody Mm -hmm. who was so young um, and I'm not saying age is a is a determining factor but absolutely there is more in favour of somebody who might have disability in terms of their capacity when they are younger whether that be through a mental health condition or or a physical condition um, it's always a case of you've got to be working with that individual with the end result hopefully being that they are able to either regain capacity to at the very least do as much as that individual is capable of and I heard that there is this um, suggestion, in fact, it's more than a suggestion. I understand it's on the court record that um, 13 years ago, Brittany was diagnosed with early Mm -hmm. onset dementia. And I do, I mean, I've heard some, I've heard some some really interesting comments on that, you know, along the lines of, well, how can she have dementia if she can remember um, all of those dance moves and all of the lyrics? And I I mean, you know, yeah, I take the point, but it isn't as black and white as that. And somebody who has very advanced dementia can still remember lyrics to songs. It, it re- really does depend on how that individual's um, mm-hmm. brain has been affected. So that that's that is a little bit of a of a misconception. But the point being that if somebody was diagnosed with early onset ago. dementia thirteen years Expect ago, you would mm. probably think that we would see. Um, Britney's presentation slightly differently yeah, to what yeah. we're seeing now so that does cast a, a doubt but nevertheless even with something like dementia which is by nature degenerative it doesn't mean that you absolutely throw yeah. in the towel and go oh well you've got a degenerative condition you shouldn't work on recovering absolutely. the ability and I was thinking about this yesterday and actually it was aptly time because Yeah, I had in a a piece of post for one of my former clients and she was a young lady who'd been injured in a road traffic accident when she was um, when she was actually uh, well before she was born. Um, So her, her mother was actually a victim of a road traffic accident and my client was born. Um, prematurely and um, there had been um, some issues she had grown up um, had a little Mm -hmm. bit of delayed development and consequently didn't have capacity at 18 Um, and we often see this but was very capable of Mm -hmm. rehabilitation um, and with our support and you know, working with us and her therapist and the people that are involved in her wider team, such as her financial advisor um, and her partner and her parents, she was able to gain Mm -hmm. capacity. Um, And I had the pleasure of speaking with her this week to to find out where she was living, sent her this piece of post. And she's now got two children. She's got her own business. um, And she's doing fantastically well. And that's what it's about, isn't it? You know, it's very much about that. And yes, sadly, some people won't ever get to that level, but you've always got to be on that path. I think even even with older clients, you know, it's important to recognise that, um, okay, some people degenerative 
won't get any better can, but yeah, equally it doesn't exactly. mean that you stop you giving slow, them choices the either or you can put support structures in place i mean i suppose use an analogy of a, of a physical disability if you say somebody's you know paralyzed from the waist down yes they they might never be able to walk again but that doesn't mean that you don't get a wheelchair that doesn't mean you don't consider physiotherapy still that doesn't mean you don't you know look at modern technologies to help support support those things it doesn't mean you stop engaging altogether um you know it's it's about advocating for for the rights of that individual and trying to do everything you can to put in place those support structures and it does feel a little bit with Brittany that there hasn't been a a gradual sort of desire yes, to move yeah. things in a different direction for and I her. Whether that's um, to do, I mean, the I, fact I, just say, the I wonder whether that's to do with Sorry, uh, uh, the, the approach in the US comp compared to the approach in England or Wales. You know, like we were saying that it's, it's sort of always our ultimate aim to try and restore capacity if we can. And we're always trying to build towards that. Whereas one of the points we made in our first podcast was that in the US, uh, when we were talking about the documentary, there's a there's an attorney, a US equivalent of a lawyer that says, I've never seen one of these conservatorships be withdrawn. Um, so there's maybe an assumption that it is permanent there. So yep. maybe that sort of key difference in approach is what makes it different. It seems as if it feels it very and, draconian. And like the conservator it, it has, does, has, it has does a blanket feel very draconian. authority to make decisions X, Y, and Z. Um, and I suppose one of the, you know, when we're talking about the sort of institutions that Britney's maybe been been put into, um, against her will, yes, almost certainly. But in in the US, it seems as if Britney's father has just had the authority to dis to make that decision without having to revert back to the court or without having to consult other professionals or or other people around Brittany. Whereas in in England and Wales, we would have to we certainly wouldn't be able to make that decision as a one off just with our authority. You would have to go back to court for for a decision to be made. Absolutely, you know, and there are people who unfortunately will have absolutely. to it be sectioned happen. in our yeah. jurisdiction. Um, it, it absolutely happens. And, um, you know, that arguably is against that person's will uh, mm -hmm. and in many cases will be against their will. Um, yes, we are taking away their autonomy, um, but it happens um, within very mm -hmm. strict legal parameters, there are um, you know requirements for that to be certified by a certain mm -hmm. number of medical practitioners. It is kept under yeah. review. There are very clear timescales and timetables um, in terms of what mm -hmm. happens in those situations. So I, I agree. I think we don't we don't know. And to be really clear about it, we absolutely don't know um, the the exact um, details. But it feels like Britney's father has been given yes. very wide ranging powers, um, almost been handed um, mm. complete control. And I'm not entirely convinced um, that, well, I, 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 that would not happen in, here. Um, yes, in in the current one, day, yeah. it, it does uh, not do happen. Reassured. Um, welfare proceedings, particularly in our court of protection, um, you know, are subject to um, multi-team 
input, um, ongoing so review, careful, isn't it? specific it's, I, I decisions. I don't know if anybody's either read, read yeah. the book or seen the film. Of a good example of this is the Children Act by uh, Ian McEwan, um, or the or the the film with them uh, of the same name. Um, that's that's considering a. A, a young boy who's 17 and I believe he's a Jehovah's Witness and is refusing uh, a blood transfusion. Um, and you can see the, the the entire trajectory of that of that plot line is all of the meticulous conversations and negotiations that happen to make that decision. It's by no means um, a split second decision on on basic facts. It's it's a multifaceted and complex uh, you know series of conversations and negotiations to reach that point. Um, and I suppose that's you know, looking looking at Britney's testimony, it seems she seems to be saying that she's, you know, her father. She uses the word enjoys the control. Um, she's told what to do. Um, we do have to take it with a pinch of salt because obviously she's been in this situation for thirteen years. Um, she will. I don't imagine anyone in that situation, given what she's described, would feel comfortable with the scenario. So there will, you know, there will be an element of uh, extreme thought about it. I imagine. Um, and I think you're right. And I think I'm. I was thinking, you know, what's the potential outcome here? And and I I sincerely hope that she gets yeah, the right support mm. because I think that's the other thing to um, bear in mind that you know, we, we've talked very much about a supportive framework to enable somebody to mm-hmm. um, manage their own affairs um, whether that's because they've made a recovery or they've been in a period of, of temporary incapacity but almost on the opposite end of the scale um, is if Brittany were to go from being in this very very draconian um framework that she's in to being given complete control without the right support and that's um, arguably uh, absolutely and arguably you could say but if that's the right thing to do then so be it and 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 absolutely you know we have clients who have Mm -hmm. been restored and within 12 months they've spent every single penny that they had um you know uh, and have made a, a series of um of decisions that we wouldn't have made but at the end of the day if somebody has capacity you can argue that mm. well they can make it, whatever decisions they want um and and that that is that is right um equally i think that you have to at least Absolutely. try to offer a supportive framework try to work with the individual i do worry that she's had so many years of such yes, um yes. heavy-handed input that she will um potentially if put in that situation where there is the is the is she is restored and she's able to manage things herself I don't yes, know if she has the skills or ability to do it that Absolutely. doesn't mean she doesn't yeah. have capacity but that she doesn't have the actual skills anymore um and and I was hearing I think it was from the documentary maker actually who said that she doesn't even have a bank account she doesn't have access yes. to a bank account and I find that at absolutely astonishing because you cannot have access to all of your financial affairs but to Mm. totally Mm. take away control so that you Mm. have no access to even a basic bank account um i worry what will happen i worry what will happen particularly because no remember how to use a a, a content yeah that's completely that must be completely (laughs) alien to her you do think don't you it's 
a um, lot changes in 13 I, years. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I do worry that because it mm. has been so heavy handed, she will reject um, because of, you know, the fear and the the anxiety, no doubt, that will come with it in terms of you know Absolutely. trust aspects as well. Um, but I really hope that she gets the right support um, I agree. to be able to live her life as she would like but with the support that she yeah. needs mm-hmm. even if that you know is something that's temporary um, I suppose some of the ways yeah. in which we might it's, um, if if Brittany was one of our clients for example some of the ways we might manage this differently obviously again disclaimer we obviously don't know all of the facts of this situation and it's a it's a, 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 a it's been a long time and there are a lot of issues um, but even our more on the face of it, most vulnerable, least capacitous clients still have a lot of freedom. Most, The majority of our clients, unless they're very young children, for example, will have a bank account of some kind, will have access to money, will have a card, will have, even if it's a case of very gradually drip feeding somebody five pounds a day or something, you know, that's, you can, you can tailor it. It's not a case of you have no money and no access to money, or you have a hundred million pounds. You know, there's a lot in between those two things. Um, and we would want to encourage a gradual yeah, absolutely. Um, increase in, in, in that management to, to help somebody learn how to do it rather than, rather than going from one extreme to the other. That's it. I, I mean, how, how can you do exactly. things if you've exactly. never had the ability to try? Yeah, and, and it might start with somebody being able to um, you know, manage a small amount um, with a budget plan put in place. And then that might go on to increasing their ability to maybe take on responsibility yeah, yeah. of paying a utility bill. Um, just a simple act of paying a utility bill, not, not even budgeting out what the cost of their living costs are. Um, you know, yes, it's a process that you go through, but the physical acts as well as, mm. as, well as understanding, mm. you know, I have X amount of money. I know that I need to pay these things mm. that leaves me with this. And you know, the, 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 the type of thing that we all do every month, um, that in itself is is a process yeah. to go through but until you start to give that back and we're we're talking about you know um i don't know the value of britney's estate but this there is are going to be more complex issues because Mo- of, most, of the nature most, of it most, yeah you or i many people listening to this probably don't have the ability to manage the sorts of business and financial arrangements that britney spears is involved in you know how how many of us would know how to negotiate uh you know a deal to perform in las vegas I imagine not many of us. So there's a gr- there's a great difference oh. between, you know, it's quite it's quite possible that maybe it is right that there is a conservatorship in place for Brittany. Does it need to be as draconian as this? Almost certainly not. Um, but it's you know it's a it's a process, isn't it? It's it's not a case of you have complete freedom and or none at all. Um, I sound a bit like a broken record now, don't I? But that's I think that's and the and crux that's of what, it. Well, yeah, but that's. I agree, and I'm not I, because I don't know the American jurisdiction uh, that that they're wor- the framework mm. that they're working in. I sincerely hope yeah, it's not yeah. an all or nothing. I really hope that it can be, um, you know, that mm. she gets support, and it may be that actually mm. she doesn't want that support. What Brittany, you know, may be pushing for is she yes. just wants out of all of yes. this, and that is really common. Um, I think we've talked about it before. You know, that people just want to move on with their lives. Um, I actually think, as you say, yes. that could be as damning. Um, and so I really hope that there can be a, a framework, but equally, I really hope that she gets her 
um, opinion on how that should work and also yes, who because right. I think that's the key I thing isn't it a lot of trust you know, issues absolutely she's not exactly she's not going to yeah, trust we, we yeah she's not going to trust the people around clients, her especially where there's been you know some sort of uh, medical negligence or something there's a them and their families there's a massive mistrust in professionals and it takes so much it's almost more takes more time to to start building back that rapport helping those people realize that they can trust professionals where they're the right ones and they have their best interests at heart and i think for britney you know if it was me i'm i'm pretty confident i wouldn't want to engage in in any professionals or you know with any court processes after this it'd be enough for a lifetime wouldn't it so i just hope that you know it maybe if she's starting to be listened to a little bit more she's able to say well you know i i like this doctor or i like this therapist and can we do more with that person and you know can we start to build that up gradually or something but um it's all very hypothetical isn't it mm. It's it's a really difficult one. Um, I think you know we. This is the second cast we've done on this, and it oh, definitely yeah. won't be the last because we will. <laughs> we are following it. It's so close to what we do, and we're we're you know we're really interested in it. And I know that lots of lots of hopefully listeners um, are as well. Um, so we will, we will we will watch and see what happens, and we will no doubt compare and contrast with the you know the, the parameters and, and the legislation and and what we work within and we will we will, we will come do. back again when we know more but yeah I'm really hoping that it's not an all or nothing situation um even though and I'm prepared to nail my colours to the flag and say this I, I suspect that isn't yes. what Brittany wants um I have to say that I would have um concerns for somebody going from being within such a restricted um and um draconian regime to being mm-hmm. handed back complete control overnight um but there we go that that's the, just my view um, um right what i would what i would say is that uh when when we talked about this previously on a podcast um there was lots of talk on twitter on linkedin um there's there's lots of talk in the more general sort of social media world i've seen a lot on, on on instagram about this sorts of thing and there's a lot of conversation stemming from this about disability rights uh and advocacy for disability people with disabilities uh, more generally which is always great to see these conversations opening up um but please please do engage with us on uh, on linkedin and on twitter uh, let us know your thoughts um let us know what you think uh how you feel about it um, also not just people who are in the same profession as us. It's an interesting to hear, hear how, how this comes across to people outside of this world. Um, so yeah, let's, let's have the conversation. It's really interesting, um, to see something like this in, in the popular press. Um, I hope it does lead to more open conversation, whether that be about mental health generally, whether that be about how we can look after and support people, um, even in less formal structures, um, and I hope we get to we get to talk about this more in future. Maybe we can have a sort of phone in session at some point. That would be interesting, wouldn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank, Thanks for listening. Thank you. Um, you can hear us again, hopefully now. I believe on on your popular podcasting streams. Um, find us on on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, Acast. Hopefully, all being well. Um, Yeah, and feedback always welcome. 
Thanks for listening, folks. We'll speak to you again soon. Bye.